Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Full Corridor Podcast. My name is Mpomukdani. I've got Tim Delace with me. And we're not talking T20 World Cup. There's another T20 tournament happening in South Africa. This is your number one um, South African cricket podcast where all things happening in South African cricket. Come here. You'll find out what's happening. And then, so today we decided, because this week we've also got a T20 tournament happening in South Africa. We've had it for three weeks. Now it's the final games. We've got the final two games happening, um, and the semifinals are starting on Wednesday. So we thought, hey, let's have a recap, because we haven't spoken about the tournament a lot, about what's been happening in the tournament. So I've got Tim here, who's been diligently watching cricket. Like, like there's like 24 hours of cricket between Australia, South Africa, and I don't know what else is happening around the world, but Tim's, Tim's got his nose on it. Um, I, I just pop in and out and then watch some games, watch other games. My lines have been disappointing and we're going to talk about that. Um, but Tim, what have you made of this tournament and the quality of cricket? It's been, it's been enjoyable. I, I, I must say, now that I'm invested in it and stuff, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a good tournament, but I, I am... The same mistakes are there. If you want to know a reason why advertisers are not advertising South African domestic cricket, and 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 it's and it's it, it, it's 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 a combination of of both both people being at fault. This is why, because the standard is not at the best level. So an advertiser does not want to be associated with a competition where the standard isn't where it should be. There've been good performances. They've been, I mean, uh, gems out there, real gems, but they are the, the far and the few, which is which is unfortunate. Well, um, can we talk about so one I, of the gems after yeah. you're Yeah. No. So um, obviously, yes. Obviously, yeah, we're on, recording it right now um, on Monday. Devil Brevis just scored 162. Of, what was it 58? Probably one of the best innings of the tournament. I think the only century this tournament, the highest score before this one was 91. And I think that was by Grant Rulofsson. Um, is that the type of... Were you expecting innings like that a little bit more? or or Because that innings in itself is... It, it, you can now see, and we can all now see, that this kid's too good for this level. But he was yeah. like... It yeah. made the Knights feel like there were accountants and lawyers playing on a Sunday against the professionals. Yeah, look, I was asked to pick a few few names to watch out for. Um, so I, I wrote it all something. Of course, Brevis was going to make my list. But I hadn't seen Brevis in any form of cricket outside of T20 cricket. I had not seen him play a single format of that. So the talent was there. We've seen it in the IPL. We've seen it in the West Indies. You know what he, what what his abilities are. We know what his abilities are. So maybe I was a little bit tempered in my summation of him. Um, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me because of what I what I what I what I just said. It's fantastic, a magnificent innings. There was a huge difference between the devil Brevis of this world and the rest of domestic cricketers in South Africa at the moment, particularly in this format. Uh, it, it, it's, the innings itself was 
out of this world. If you're a young cricketer and you want to know how to play, you just need to watch 10 minutes of the innings. The whole thing, just watch 10 minutes of the innings. The way he goes about his innings, there were no hacks, there were no uh, hoaxed to square leg that actually went for six over third man. There were cricket shots throughout that innings. Yeah, there were a couple of drops, but drop catches happened. The fantastic. The the issue that I have with cricket South Africa and, and domestic cricket is the guys that we don't know. We knew yes. that Brevis was going to do something. The mm. issue I have is okay, the guys that we don't know. And those guys, few and far between, were coming through the system and were, were exposed to this competition. There were a couple. So I'll, I'll just go with them. Mm-hmm. And I had an interview with my Pumalanga coach last year. Yeah, you might have you might have read about it. Um, and he told me that their player Bamana Chiche, yeah, was good enough for D- Division One. That he told me he was good enough for Division One last year. And that boy has been sensational for the Pirates. He's the number Absolutely. one wicket in the tournament. Well, time number one wicket. Yeah, yeah, and uh, wicket taker. He has been up 14 wickets, an economy of, of seven and a half. Absolutely fantastic. His, I, I talk about the varieties of Parnell. The varieties are there in Pamanya. He's quicker mm. than Parnell. He's right arm pace. He's a little bit quicker. But it's the varieties. It's a slow ball. He's got a very good slow ball, which the batters don't seem to have worked out yet. Um, mm. He's a youngster as well, in our early 20s. He's the sort of guy that you want to be coming through in the system, um, and 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 that's and that's a good thing. There were there were a couple of others, um, you know, Daniel Smith for Western Province again, twenty one, had a decent tournament, but not outstanding, but a decent tournament. Um, you have Jordan Haman for the Warriors, rookie keeper batsman. He's been excellent. Warriors Where have been because we've seen Ronan, hey? we've seen. Where was Jordan Hanman last year? Um, he was. Where was he? So he's come from. Was uh, he Because his brother uh, Ronan mm, played for the Lions, but he was SM nineteen. There's another Hanman brother that played for. Um, no, played for, Ronan. For Ronan was playing. Sure not, I'm sure Ronan was playing for Mpumalanga. I think I think Mpumba Lanka got Ronan from from the Lions. I think I, I do Ronan get the mix. CSA one day cup final. Yeah, um, yeah. So so I remember I remember talking to the coach and he said that that, that was happening. But for the majority of the season, if I'm not mistaken, Ronan was playing for Mpumba Lanka. Not for that okay. for that final, obviously. But I I, I think I'm right. Okay. I do get the Hermans mixed That's up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do think that that... It's cricketing family. It's like the Malans. You just never know. Last <laughs> year, we saw an Andre Malan pop up out of nowhere um, playing for Southwestern District Eagles. Um, oh, well, not Eagles. The Badgers now because that's who they are. Eagles is the rugby team. But anyway. Um, look, I think for me, that was the thing. I think for me, it was a, it, it, it's a step down. It's not IPL. It won't be SA20. And in the absence of, of pro tiers or, or, or guys in and around the system... Um, you're not going to get um, high-quality batting. And there were guys who are 
who are proteus who should have done well and they just they didn't it was it it, it was a situation where and, and we spoke about a lot of the guys we were expecting to because the other thing is, is this is in the sea of sa20 you know and 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 guys who weren't picked for sa20 and what that meant and 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 this was the redemption story and we're going to talk about guys who may have redeemed themselves and guys who didn't but there weren't that many people who put up their hands and say actually pick me there were some and we're going to talk about that but for me it was it was that and then on top of that and i'll talk about this now the whole fitness issues and 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 the lions not being allowed to play sasanda and teams not allowed to play their players because they they're unfit because these new fitness regulations, even though Sisanda went for 5 million. Guys, you cannot tell me that a guy who's picked for 5 million rand in SA20 is not going to play domestic cricket. It just clouds, it just kills the quality of the cricket. But um, the other thing, obviously, and everyone was talking about it, Tim, was the, the pitch. Playing on the same pitch over and over again. You look tired. The bowlers are struggling. And the Titans go 272. Was it the pitch? You know, because I know, I know we're, watching, we're recording right now with the yeah. Knights playing. And they were 38 without loss a couple of moments ago. So, I mean, yeah. I, 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 again, again, it's cost-saving, isn't it? Everything Cricket South Africa are doing at this level is cost-saving. The restructuring of domestic cricket, cost-saving. The playing at one, one ground, cost-saving. Everything is done. There are no no um no Colts cricket this season. Cost saving. Everything is being done at this level is cost saving. Those are the facts. Every single cent is going into SA twenty. Now, we hope it, it comes out and we hope it's a success. Fantastic, that'd be great. But that is what's happening. This tournament I actually like the fact that a tournament is played at at two. If we played at two venues, I would think that's a good because, and you're playing every day. It cr- it creates an intensity. It creates a competitiveness. It doesn't create any moment where the teams can lull. We've seen teams mm-hmm. that lulled, like the type, the, the, like like the, like like your lines. Fantastic squad, fantastic fifteen on there, but when it actually came to the matches, they didn't perform even. Even when they lost Sunday, as a, as a team, they didn't perform. Um, the Warriors didn't perform. Warriors are ideal for T20 cricket. As a team, they didn't perform. Northwest. Well, you're, leading again, you're leading us there in terms of yeah. in terms of teams yeah. that didn't do quite well. Obviously, you spoke yeah. about the Lions. I'm severely disappointed. I thought the batting was going to be a little bit better. Vian Mulder did put his hand up. I want to talk about that. He's he's in the run scoring charts, but. To not have a bowler, because the, the calling card for Lions has always been their bowling. They've always had a good bowling attack. Didn't happen this time. And if you spoke about the Warriors, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Like, I, don't, I, I, I know Robin Peterson teams, and Robinson, Robin Peterson teams don't play like this. You know, I don't know if they were missing somebody or if they're looking for something, but I kind of felt like, mm, guys, you know, but... Maybe that's who they are, you know, a team that, and we said it in the preview, you know, they may not have the stars, but they are very clever cricketers. They're very clever characters. And you kind of were like, mm, not this time. The, Matthew Britzka, though, did kind of put his hand up. But for me, Warriors were like, I was, I was just sitting there going, no, guys. The, bowling, the bowlers didn't, didn't pitch up. 
The bowlers didn't pitch up at all. Um, I think long-term, Bayer Swanepoel is going to be a seriously good player. I do think he's got he's got he's got what it takes. I thought he was good with the ball. You want him to contribute with the bat. Now he's basically the John John Smuts replacement. But Nkupi, who was good, see, this is what we we were worried about. We liked mm. Nkupi last year, but it was a small sample. That was my one concern. It was a small sample. Again, it didn't perform in this tournament. Nobody in the batting outside of Bretsky and Herman actually performed. Um, they were seriously lacking. Um, and they tried different things. They played uh, two spinners at times and nothing. Every change that, that Robbie came up with didn't work. Um, they definitely... And what worries me as well is their squad is primed for this kind of cricket. Mm. It isn't primed for four-day cricket, 50-hour cricket. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and that was my worry with them. Um, going up the table, Western Province, young squad, experienced bowling attack, but again, bowling just never arrived in this tournament in the way we wanted. And maybe it's because you're playing on one pitch and the pitch effectively is dead. Um, but from a batting perspective, young batting lineup for you guys there in Western Province, Daniel Smith is there, but he's not in the top 10 of run scorers. You know, and... And, and, and when, you, when you don't have... Because here's my thing, right? There's multiple batters, but at least you need to have somebody in the top 10 run scores who's at least hitting form, who can then work with guys who are getting in and out and are here and there and are, are can bat around them. And you never had that. The Titans had Brevis. The Titans... Um, the, 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 the Dolphins had Grant Rulofsson, you know. Um, and people could bat around them and, and they could work at work. Whereas with these teams that we're talking about right now, nobody was there. Or the guy who was in form was the guy low down the order, like the Lions, Vian Mulder batting at five. So for me, that was that was where I was. And I think um, with Western Province, Daniel Smith, yes, we see, we can see that there's something there. But everybody else was a disappointment. He leading ran school for Western Province. I predicted it, and it happened. So I'm sticking to that. You got the leading ran school for Province. No, you're right. Um, you want him to score a little bit more than he did. I think he was just outside the top ten, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and not a million miles away. Um, but I, but I but I, I, I could be wrong. Yes, you want him to the couple of starts that he got. You want him to kick on just a little bit more. Um, the big one for me, though, actually the two big ones for the Proteus, Carl Verena, George Linder, didn't turn up. Didn't turn up. All the pressure. All the, they are the leaders of this team. They are the leaders of the team there. They've got the experience. They're good players. Good, good all format players. These guys are all format players. They're not just one, one track ponies. Didn't, per, didn't perform. The injury to John O'Bird was problematic. It started with Cunningham. Then they realized that actually Kaplan is the better, the better cricketer at the <laughs> moment. Um, which, I'm glad he realised that at the end, even though it was by then too late. Uh, Burgo and Mureki, it's good that they did the tournament without without getting injured. That's something. But George and 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 Kyle not performing, it's a big, it's a big problem for them going into the season. Particularly if George is not going to play playing for the Proteus, he's mm. going to need to 
back up his ideas. He wasn't he wasn't particularly good for Kent. He wasn't good here. So I, I, there's a little bit of a a, a warning sign there. They need him to, to, to find some form. And the home side, Northwest. They just truly disappointing for a team that made it to the final of of, of the of, of the previous one because there was two. They made it to the final of the second one. Not 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 gelling as much for the land of all rounders, the Duan Janssens. We had moments. You were sending me messages, Tim, about that. Um, Delano disappointing, and 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 he was the one guy I thought would put his hand up to say, "Why did you guys pick me?" Um, Senran Mutisami tried, uh, but it wasn't consistent enough. And 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 we go back to the bowling again. Um, but this team was batting and bowling. I just felt like. This team, this team was already on a hiding to nothing last season, but they kind of managed to make it work. No making work here. Wesley Marshall, nothing. Nothing. Um, and that was truly disappointing. Wesley Marshall makes a 50, but Northwest are out of the competition. No pressure, not playing for anything other than pride, and <laughs> Wesley Marshall shows us what he can do. When it came to the nitty-gritty, when it came to performing for the team when it mattered, was nowhere to be seen. It's a really, a real, real disappointment. Uh, I was expecting big things from him. Uh, we will get back, and we will get to, we'll get to the later tournaments, uh, the later teams, the work guys that I'm glad you did perform. Um, they still rely so much on Muthasami. They rely too mm. much on Muthasami. And they hang on to Heinekun a season too long, in my opinion. They needed to find somebody fresh and new. They don't have new. another wicketkeeper. Oh, Sinekwan is there. But he, he actually did quite well. Sinekwan did fine. Sinekwan did absolutely fine. Um, actually, Muthasabi did better with the bat than he did with the ball. I don't, he didn't, he, he, his economy was okay with the ball, but he actually did better with the bat. Mm. And I, I think his strike rate was around the 130 mark. But he can't do it every time. He can't do yeah. it every time. They needed guys and they didn't get that. And and, and so and that moves us to our segment of okay, you guys came as advertised. Um which is the teams that we kind of expected to be playing this well and they are there. They're the semi final contenders. Um I don't think it will change but um, the first team on the list for me, Tim, is the actually this team surprised me a lot, and I think they are the imposters out of all of them, and I think they might be out. And one of the lions, the warriors, might just come in above them. The knights, they actually had some good games. They they brought it together. Their batting lineup, Gian Kluter is having a season, a tournament right now, and he's really helped them out a lot. Renard van Tonder as well in the runs. I know everyone's wanting Renard van Tonder to come into the runs. He showed that he can. Um, and, 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 and then the bowling, Miguel Petoris came through, showed us what he had. Gerald Kutsia came through. Um, and and, and they, 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 they were building. They had something. But obviously, the match, some of the matches were rained out. Um, and, and it kind of inflates where they need to be. And this, that's the luck element out of all of this. Um, coming into this and so they actually punched above their weight compared to what we saw earlier this year um yeah like I, I looked at the nights and i was like but then obviously now 
as we're recording, they just they just conceded 272 against the Titans. I don't know how you come back from that. Uh, I like what they've done. They came from a very low base. You know, I was I was very critical when we did the preview about the Knights. I'm glad they've come back. They've they've shown some real grit, real grit and determination. Um, when we get into the what ha- what should happen in the, in the final games before the semi-final, I I thought they were superb. As I said, I'm disappointed with Wesley. I'm delighted for for Clutter. I thought mm. Clutter. I thought I thought you know he was just gonna coast it. I thought he was just gonna see out his career and, and do you know reasonably. He's been excellent at this tournament. I've been so good. I mean he's still he's he's only thirty. I can't believe he's only thirty. Um, he's been excellent with the bat and and hugely important in getting to the knights into the situation where they can get get this far. I've been hugely impressed with Kutsia. George Kutsia bowling with real pace, real determination, uh, and he's got he's got his just just deserves just just about in this tournament. I, I've been very impressed with him. Uh, just a reminder: they've had to do without Riley. And they got a replacement in from England, Josh Cobb, and he had visa problems. So he hasn't been able to play at all. He's been sitting there as batting batting consultant throughout the tournament. So they've been doing this without Riley and the replacement they got him in. And they, he's a good replacement. So they are definitely punching above their weight, which is good to see. That's beautiful. The other team there, this this team has made it in the Paul Rocks, JP Dumini's side. Um, yeah, batting wise, they're coming through. Yanaman Milan in the runs there as well. Um, so to uh, Clyde Fortain, who is improving from last year's situation. They have two batters in the top 10, um, really batting, playing really well. Even from a bowling perspective, he spoke about Bamanya Tlengle with the 14 wickets and he's He's really stepped up, um, and and I'm really impressed by this team. I think, you know, um, they've always been. I, I like JP as a coach, and I kind of see what you you kind of see what you're getting with him. Um, he's a coach who likes guys, um, who likes guys who who can do a little bit extra and and have a lot of variation. But he set up a team with a proper culture, and 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 they're playing, and they're a they're a dark horse. They're sitting in third right now. Um, but they're a dark horse to win this thing. Now, I, I I like them. I like the, I like the setup there. I like the, I like the players that they they got through last season. That they're doing nicely. Their their success comes from their spin bowlers. Yes, mm. Milan, fantastic, and it and it's hugely important. As is his brother, um, Clyde Fortain also had a good good. He had a good tournament last season. And then fell away. He had one good T tournament and then he fell away. I just hope from his point of view he doesn't fall away. He realizes if he wants to be the next level, he's gonna to have to do this on a consistent and if basis. If he wants a contract, if he wants a contract he wants a... as an opener in the SA twenty, you've gotta put down numbers, you know. Because the wild card that's... round is happening soon. And yeah. you know, there's some teams that don't have openers. Some teams are all yeah. rounders, looking like Northwest out here. Um, yeah. and, and, and if you can, if you can put down some serious numbers, cause if I look at that list, he's probably, he wasn't picked up by anybody. So, and he's like top six on the run scoring charts in this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, the other team, now we'll go into the top two teams. This one is, I think, look, like if you're, if you're a cricketer, Cycling Domestic Cricket, and you're watching the, the full quarter podcast and you want to be interviewed, if you want your season to go to that next level, Sarah Avro became a protea after coming through here. You know, Sean von Berg got that SA20 contract. You know, even though everyone thought he was done, he, we went for some money. Got, he got a contract. Grant Rulofsson, on the night of the SA20, was sitting here telling us he's not sure if he's going to get in. He got in to the SA20 and then goes on to show us what we had wished upon him. An incredible season. And Grant Rulofsson, before obviously Jeff Brevis' 162, was the leading run scorer, having scored 301 runs. The Dolphins. And we, we obviously we knew that at the back end of this tournament, spin was going to come into play, and it did. And the Dolphins came through. Otniel Bartman with the bowling 14 wickets. Prenelin Subran with 10 wickets. Then Grant Rulofsson comes in with his, with his 300 runs. And then you have the makings of a team that can, you know, be that old uh, Dolphin side. That Dolphin side with Keshav, that Dolphin side that won the T20 tournament when it was hosted at, at, during the bubble in KZN, or tried to, and then the Lions beat them to it. Um, I was really impressed because I thought this Dolphin side was going to struggle a little bit behind the lines. Maybe even a, a Warriors could pip them, or do you get what I'm saying? But they're really playing good cricket and led from the front by Grant Rulofsson. Yeah. Absolutely. They lost the opening, two of the opening three games. They lost two of the three opening games. And I, 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 I said to you before, I said, semi-finals, Dolphins, it's, it's a done deal. I won't lie. I was a bit worried. The team wasn't clicking. Grant was doing well, but the team wasn't clicking. The team wasn't performing. The bowling wasn't, wasn't right. Couldn't friend then. Couldn't friend the bowling coach. Had a good chat with the boys, and they came through. I'm so glad. That bowling unit is the best bowling unit in the competition mm. by a mile. The Parkmans, the two Pavilions, Ethan Bosch, Sublime. Ethan Bosch. Ethan Bosch is miles oh, better than his brother. He is. Oh. Had a f- so he is oh, as a bowler. As a bowler. Huh? Okay. I'm just saying, as a bowler. As a bowler. Corbin with the nice manager. As a bowler. As a bowler. So, remember, Ethan was picked in the last rounds of SA20. And I was sitting there going, huh? Okay, now I'm like, oh, now I see. I see what what the analytics is saying. Exactly. Cool. Because exactly. Ethan was playing for the Tuskers last year. He wasn't playing the Division 1. So it was really surprising to see him pick for SA20. But now we're seeing what he was. Because even in the T20 tournaments last year, he didn't do that well. You know? And now you're like, telling me this guy's a better bowler than his brother who played SA19, won a World Cup, is a millionaire <laughs> because of SA20, and is... a bowler. As uh, as I was saying, his problem as well, and it's been it's also been a little bit of Pavlon's problem in the last couple of years is injuries. He's constantly got niggles, so he's never really the reason. One of the reasons why he's been playing Division Two is he's never really found that consistency. He's never really gone an entire season being 
100% fit to show us what he's got. 10 wickets, but that's not the important part. His economy of 4.9 at this tournament. Economy of 4.9 for Ethan Bosch. Yeah, not bowling unit, that. The, the Parkman. Parkman's economy, 6.6. It's just you know, incredible. Tim, strike rate. Strike rate of 9. Strike rate of 9.2. Wicked every 9 overs. And every 9 overs. <laughs> like, what is this? And I balls. Cool, incredible. Dude, what do we play? Incredible. Uh, and, and, and to a certain extent, if you, if you are a, a fan of South African cricket and looking for the next bowler to come into the side, Botman's showing you that. But Manyakengwe with 14 wickets is showing you that. You know, that obviously this... For instance, obviously, you can look at the guys who, who played protests before Lutus and Pamela. They're being outshone by these guys in the same conditions. You know, and, 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 and Junior Dollar. You know, guys like that. Obviously, Junior Dollar's had a great tournament for the Titans, even though I'm... I think his time is his past for the coaches. But for the new coach yeah. coming in um, and, the, and the new cycle for T20 cricket, the is the Bartman should be given an opportunity to play. Because obviously you don't want KG and looking to play every game and I don't have to play every game or all three formats. This is an opportunity and we need to start with those guys. They really came through. The Glenton Steedmans, nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be found. You know, Dave even Patterson. the Index. The Nandre Burgers, nothing. Guys, this is what I loved about this tournament. And then the final team, the team that's sitting on the top of the log, the team that just put 272, oh my lord, 272 in 20 <laughs> Like, what is this? The Titans, they look unbeatable. Um, they, oh, Devil Brevis, Javesh and Pele at the top. And then Tennis De Bren coming in to kind of steady the ship. You've got Donovan Ferreira, as the show um, in, in the lower order. You've got Junior Dollar bowling while you've got Pangiso, you've got Corbin Bosch, you've got Diane Khalim, who's all of a sudden had some nice little cameos here and there. Mandla Mishimbi is a side. That's the, like, the, if you think about the amount of proteas that the Titans have and the amount of proteas that the Titans lose every season. To be able to produce this, like what talent do they possess that you can have a Devil Brevis and a Donovan Ferreira and a Javish and Pelé in the same team? And those yeah. guys are youngsters. You're not rolling out Dean Alger. You're not rolling out. Yes, they did roll out Neil Branton on all the guys and they had Spanella Makanya who played well. Ayat Kamani looks good in this format. But the talent pool that they have in, 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 in the North is, is, is very scary. I thought the Lions had a really nice talent pool and that didn't come out this year. But obviously, it wanes and it goes in, in, in roundabouts. But this team, unbelievable. The best team in the competition by street. Doesn't mean they're going to win it, but they are miles better. The fielding standards, and I, when, I, when I took fielding, I'm talking catching, has been a real concern. South African teams have always been good fielders. Always, and it's come from the domestic competitions. It didn't just—it didn't just happen. It's because the domestic competitions were strong, and that's what meant the Proteas fielding was strong. This competition, the fielding standards has been very poor. Aside from the Titans, Titans have been outstanding. The fielding, the bowling, the batting, the previous, the everybody that you just mentioned. Um, the Ferreras, the 
Pelé. Pelé has been a, a, a bit of a revelation. I mean, he's always been a talented individual, but he's, he's been outstanding in this tournament. Um, Punky Saw, the legend, absolutely incredible. Um, economy of five, that boy. I think there's a part of him wishing he was 26, because he's playing like a 26-year-old. Um, Harmer, not, not his format. Not his format yeah. at all. Comedy of 4.3 for Harmer. 4.3 in this, in this. So it's not, it's not a, not a massive wicket take in this tournament, but his economy is 4.3. Everybody has been, been superb. As much as we could talk an hour and a half about previous and how, how magnificent his innings was today, every member of that side is so tight. It's a tight, tight unit. They are easily, and I mean easily, the best team in the competition. But of course, doesn't mean they're going to win it in T20 cricket. But at the, yeah. uh, right now, they are streets ahead in every department. And, and, yeah, so I'm just going to put up the, 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 the log and just to talk about the permutations. But um, the Titans are at the top, having played six games. They're going to play the seventh and 22 points. The Dolphins uh, played seven um, with 20 points. The Titans lost one game. The Dolphins have lost two. The Rocks on are third, and they have qualified for the semi-final. Sig played six games, sixteen points, so they're in. But the fight here is for that fourth spot where the Knights are sitting, um, in third, in fourth with fifteen points. They're fighting it off of the Lions, who have two games in hand. The Knights are currently playing the sixth game right now. You can chalk that up as a loss and a massive one as that. Um, so they have a must-win game tomorrow, I think, against the Lions. Um, and then the Warriors um, have played all their seven games. They effectively are out of the tournament. The only team that can beat the, 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 the Knights are the Lions. They have two games left. They have to win both their games. They play Western Province tonight. And then they play again uh, tomorrow against the Paul Rocks. The Knights play with Northwest. So it's going to be quite interesting to see how, um, how this one shapes up. But you've got your three semifinalists and one waiting in the wings. The Titans are going to play the fourth team. So it could be the Knights. It could possibly be the Lions. Um, after what we saw today, Tim, with, with them pulling out the Knights, do you even see the Knights having something in them to to beat the Warriors, to beat the Titans again this week on Wednesday? Do I see the Knights qualifying? No. No, what? Assuming what you ask? the Knights qualify, right? Yeah, yeah. Fourth. They have to play yeah. the Titans again. Okay. Do you see them pulling one over the Titans in the semifinal? No, but T20 cricket is a funny game. Uh, no, I don't. So you're um, telling me Bevis is going to be out for a duck tomorrow on Wednesday? <laughs> no, what, what I, I, I think I misheard you. I think the Titans are going to win. Titans are going to win the Knights in the semi-final. And yeah, sorry, the I think I missed then, Yes, no, I, I yeah. get you. Then the Dolphins mm. play the Paul Rocks um, in, that, in that second semi-final. So that's going to be a nice little one to watch. It's going to be a very tight competitive game. Um is there a chance where the Dolphins get upset by the Rocks? It's a chance. That's that's a that's a, that's a that game could go either way. Um, it, it it it's going to be the best bowling performance. The best bowling performance wins that game for me. Both very good bowling bowling units. Um, you know, even though they've got uh, Dolphins have got Rudolfson and uh, Rocks have got Milan and um, Deploy, uh, it's the bowling. 
The team that okay. does the best as a, as a bowling unit is going to win that semi-final. But the Titans so don't it's, have. But but yeah. But, but I, I get I get from a Dolphins and a and a and a, and a, and a Rocks perspective. But I look yeah. at the Titans bowling attack and I'm like, out of the four teams, they're probably you could say are. I would say third out of the four, and the only team that's probably not as great as them is effectively the Knights, because I think the Dolphins have a better bowling attack, the Rocks have a better bowling attack, and they are sitting there. And so, and, and the Knights are not that if, bad. Joel Kutia, Miguel Petorius, they, they really are not a bad bowling attack. But does that mean that in the final we'll get an upset? If you can see off Pankiso, you've got a real chance. Pankiso is so important, not just getting wickets, but restricting the opposition. If you can get on top of Pankiso, you can beat this Knights, it's the, this Titan side. You can, but you cannot. You cannot. You cannot get them bad first and score two hundred plus. You cannot. If you if they score two hundred plus, they win the game. Finish the club. It's game. Okay. Game over. Okay, so we've got the semi-finals happening on Wednesday. The finals happening on Saturday. Please go if you can get to watch. Please go and watch, even if it's just to watch Devil Brevis. He is a show, and I hope everybody knows that. But it's not only Devil Brevis. Donovan Ferreira is a show. I'm I'm Team Dom. I want Donovan Ferreira in the Brodie side like as in yesterday, because um, I just, think Donovan Ferreira is just amazing. Um, just and, to, just and, to let you know. Just to let you know quickly, there are reserve days for the semi-finals and the finals. So if there is rain, Ooh. there is a reserve day for both. So there is that. Okay. We will get a result. Touch wood. Okay, so that, that, that's really good to know, Tim. Um, it's really awesome to know. Um, but yeah, so yeah, please go out there and check it out. Please watch the cricket. It's going to be great. In and amongst the Proteas vibe, and the great thing is, it's not on the days the Proteas are playing. Unless if the reserve days happen. So, yeah, you can go out, you can watch um, and, and support. My one thing to say is, and I said this on Twitter, we know that domestic cricket isn't, doesn't matter right now. But it's just so important to the growth of the game. To the one thing you, you, you value the most, and that is the Proteas men's side. Treat domestic cricket with the value it deserves. It's really important. And if you do that, your Proteas side for years will... Well, you, you'll be reaping the rewards. But what's happening right now is that we're not getting enough. And I know they don't have money, but they're not showing... It, 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 it's, it kind of feels like it's an afterthought. Oh, yes, we have to do it. Um, and, and, and that's what this tournament has felt like. And yes, it's been on Super Sport, and yes, people have been able to watch. But you kind of get the sense that they don't care. And I'm not saying that you don't, they don't care. It's a sense. It's a feeling. I just feel when I look at this tournament, I'm like, nah, these guys don't care about it, you know. Because if they did, this is the, the pipeline. I remember the one time the Curry Cup was like, come and watch your future Springboks, the rugby one. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's good advertising. You know, guys are going to come. And then when they see guys like Brevis, they're like, oh, yeah, no. Like, I watched them play for the Lions and whatever it was in the Curry Cup. We're not even getting that. There's no advertising. There's nothing. It's just you have to flick through the channels to find it. And to me... It's a travesty to what these players are doing. What these like, guys like Grant and, and Deerwolf and everyone else are coming to play domestic cricket, not because they, they have to, it's because they want to, because they know that it's, that it's what helps them become proteas. But if you don't care about it, no one's going to care about it. Because I'm telling you now, if SA20 pops, 
and it, and it does. Watch Devil Bears with actually, I don't want to play test match cricket, I'll just play T20s. And that's the death of our cricket. And so we need to kind of find ways to bring fans back, to make people vote with their money. The tickets are one rand, that didn't help. It didn't. So you need to find other ways to get people back in. Advertising, you know, use this Devil Bears knock and let it go wild. You know, advertise the semifinals, advertise on TV, pay money, guys, spend money. Like, don't, don't, like, even this whole thing of one stadium, Tim, it bothered me a lot. I, 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 the one round thing, I knew it wasn't going to work, but, but it shows that they are at least trying something. It shows that not just saying it's been 20 rand or whatever for the last five years, we're just going to stick there with 20 rand and just work out what we can. The fact that they did that shows that they actually do care a little bit. They should care more. They should definitely do, do more. Uh, I agree 100%. I think the lack of advertising is really poor. I mean, you know, I, I open my Facebook. I want to mm. see that, that it's there. I open my Instagram. I want to see that it's there. The teams are trying. I will say that. I will say teams are trying. And I will say that Northwest themselves, they have done good advertising themselves on the social networking websites. I, I will say that. Not Cricket South Africa as such, but Northwest themselves doing uh, their, their, their bit to try and get pull people in. Um, and we've seen some people. We've seen some people. Obviously, we'd like to see more. Um, it, it all comes down to it all comes down to it needs advertising. You need it needs advertising. Money. You need even somebody to make money. Like yeah. it's a travesty that not everybody got to watch Devil Brevis's one sixty two today. It, it's a travesty. I know. That it's only going to be spoken about on social media, and it'll be spoken about on on the news. But who watches the news? You need a, and obviously it'll be on Blitz. So those who watch Blitz will, will see it. But we need a. You need to like advertise it. Like you need to needs to be on every billboard. Like this guy's called 162. Like everyone's just getting WhatsApp messages, but, but now people are gonna have to look for it to see where that, it's gonna play again. That 162 should be a highlights package on every on single social networking website the Cricket South Africa run. Every single one. All of them. The full one. The, the full. full one. All all of it, the whole, <laughs> the whole lot, the whole, a ten-minute, a ten-minute uh, highlights, highlights package. package. Yes. It's worth it. Of, it's worth it. I'm telling you now, yes, it's but, worth it. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing about CSL. I'm like, you're getting guys like Rulofsson, Brevis, and and Ferreira who are effectively giving you moments that you need to highlight. This is where the next proteas are. They're not in Australia. Forget about the guys in Australia. They they sort themselves out. Work on this. And this has been my biggest bugbear about the CSA is that they've never wanted to actually try and see if domestic cricket can stand on its own as a viable product. We know it's not a viable product, but you haven't actually put in the effort to do that. You've just worked off the back of the protest and whatever money you get from the protest, you'll just siphon through like some orphans um, and widows and, and you're going you're gonna to do that. We needed something. But yeah, Tim, I think that's enough of my rant. Enjoy the CSA T20 this week. We'll be back next week talking protests probably. 
and probably talking CSAT 20 final. So, but we'll do a Pakistan review show uh, later this week as well. Outside of that, everybody, goodbye, good night, and lesale kakakiso. Thank you.